Hey there, power women. Welcome back to another highlights episode of the PWT podcast. This is your behind the scenes producer, Rita, bringing you some golden nuggets from the last few episodes we haven't shared in a moment to remind you of how awesome, smart, brave, and intelligent you all are. The snippets that you will hear go over business advice, motivation, and hopefully make you feel like you're just hanging out with us wherever you're listening today. So relax, take a breath, enjoy this fresh new start to your day. An apprenticeship is just another form of post-secondary education. And someone someone had shared that idea with me a couple of years ago, and I thought, you know what, that's right. It's just a different lens. You're still putting in essentially a bachelor's degree, only it's an apprenticeship. You know what I mean? It's it's very it's very apples to apples in that. And if there's a company in your area, you can almost always get in on that apprenticeship program for free and go and learn this trade for free. And so then you have no debt, no college debt. And that's not to say that, you know, maybe the trade isn't for you. And then that's okay too, because what blows my mind is we expect 18 year old kids to know what they want to do for the rest of their life. I know. When I think about. There's no way. When I think about myself at 18, I remember having like a defining like panic attack with my teacher of like, you know, so-and-so said she's going to go to school to be a a doctor and she's going to go to school to be this and that and what am I supposed to be how right. do I is there a book at 18 is there a book and, and spend like, thousands of dollars trying to figure it out so I graduated high school and then I went to school to be a dental assistant because I wanted to make sure I like dental because I wanted to be a dentist because that's what I said I was going to do and then that was disgusting <laughs> and then I got into a job in retail and then if I was so if I like was talking to my 18 year old self and was like girl you're going to own a heat and air and plumbing company. I would have been like, oh, whatever. <laughs> that is so lame. Right. That's so weird. Like, what? You are so lame for that. Yeah, and But I had no clue. And so we don't, These they don't have any idea they what's going to happen. But they don't know what they don't know. But they don't and know. a lot of that has started at home because the parents didn't know or they were fed information that they thought was correct. So they passed that down and, you know, things change and evolve. We want to get inside all everyone's heads before they graduate from high school so that they know that there's an opportunity out there along with a four-year college path. We're not saying that college is bad. We're just saying the trades deserve to have equal footing in that conversation. The educators and school counselors have their opinions. And, you know, to your point, I think it's sometimes the parents, right? And we're our, our toughest audience. And I think those of us who graduated In the late 90s, early 2000s, I think it's those of us who are raising kids now. And we kind of look in the rearview mirror and say, well, wait a second. If I know then what I know now, I wouldn't have had student loans. Maybe I would have a different career path. And I think it's almost like our generation is giving ourselves permission to say, it's okay. It's okay. My child is not meant for college and that's fine. You know, so, so I think that's really exciting. I think we can all admit that our industry didn't do ourselves any favors with PR, right? So now we're playing catch up. If you are in a company that maybe is primarily male, surprise those dudes and apply for it and show them why you can do it because it just takes a little trading. One minute you know about capacitors, the next minute 
Selling it all. Selling sewers over Selling the phone. Yeah. Closing deals. Aspen, she can sell anything. That's a given, but she's a really good relationship creator and she knows how to teach that and so in turn she's a very good leader mm -hmm. and you can be a really good leader and a really good salesperson but at some point you kind of choose which one mm -hmm. but you know i think if we would have talked two years ago and i was like you're going to be the service manager for the heat and air company and who would have thunk it who would have yeah. thunk it would you have literally been like i know we talked about going into like a comfort advisor role and i could have done that you know i seriously considered it probably would have been a lot more money too yeah. <laughs> because that's not how it works and they run and gun you know so they deserve it obviously but i just i know where i want to be and i always in whatever position I'm in, I do more than that. I do 110% every single day, no matter what. I don't care if I'm feeling like, can you cuss on here? Like shit, yeah. okay? <laughs> and that's what it takes, you know? That's what it takes to get to the next step. So doing more than you're paid to do. And that's her drive, you know? And I have to give like some major props to her because she's 26. She's a young mom. Her fiance travels for work. So there's a lot of times that she's single momming it, you know, because he's gone. Like she said earlier, she carries herself as a leader. Right. And the team that she works with sees that. And I think everyone would agree with me that before she had the HVAC service manager role, that there were plenty that looked to her to fill that too. Whether you're a small business, medium or large, cash flow is king. And so in the trades, and we, we definitely don't want to just be seasonal, but we've got to have our cash coming in so that we can grow from a position of strength, so that we can feel good, so we can make better decisions on the health of the company, right? And so that is where options come in. When you offer choices, 80% of the time customers buy more, and that is where your cash flow comes up. You really focus on growth. I focus on providing high value to our customers to make sure that, you know, we deliver what we promise and that we're communicating well. You cannot put your energy everywhere all at once. You have to have a price book. Mm -hmm. That is an incredible resource for very small companies. Knowing your hourly rate, your price book is so huge because again, how are you going to offer options if you don't know? How are you going to expect your technician? And you know, the thing about it, it really legitimizes you as a company when you go out, you hand over the iPad, there's options and you hand it to the customer, to Mrs. Jones, and she gets to hold the iPad, look at the options and decide for herself. For sure. When the technician is calling in to get a price. What that is doing is that is stifling your ability, whether it's the service manager or the owner for freedom, right? You can't be looking forward in your business if you're taking all these calls, always giving prices and always doing these other things, right? So you've got to take that pressure off of your, your shoulders so that we can grow towards freedom. I'm always striving to be better. Something told me that in the end it will work out if I just keep trying. And I was a college athlete, so it's my competitive side constantly takes over for me. So when I created this job description, I had to present it to several people within our leadership team. And then it was pretty silent for a few months. Oh, wow. And it was one of those things, you just keep your head down and keep working and you know keep growing your network. And I think my network is really a big part of what got me where I am, my network and my hard work and that I just didn't give up on myself. And there was no part of me at one point that saw another future. And I, it just, something clicked in my head 
that this is what I wanted and this is what I'm going after and I'm going all in and I'm going to do it the right way and I'm going to hope it works out. But I understand if it doesn't work out. And honestly, I, I don't think it really had to do anything with me being a female and me being the first female. It was more a lot. I came from the marketing side and my background was in marketing and it's kind of how I was viewed as someone in marketing. So, but I, I completely agree with you guys and I, you know, you both are business owners and you know, you know how important building your brand is and your brand is not just, you know, it's speaking up for yourself, but it's also your network. It's who you interact with. It's how much, how much learning you put into the things, like how much time, how much effort and how you continue to evolve as a person as a, and as a woman and become stronger every day. So it wasn't an easy journey. It was very touch and go emotional. But in the end, it did work out. If you're alienating women from leadership positions in your company, you're missing half of the workforce. It's gonna be hard, but you're good enough. You can do it. Don't worry about if it's gonna be hard because it is, right? And (laughs) don't worry about if it's gonna be hard because it is. And there's a reason why there's a lack of female representation in high level leaderships in our industry because it's hard. You guys are both entrepreneurs. You guys are both business owners. How hard is that? It's hard. And not because women can't do hard things, but the fear and the systemic structure of our industry, I think has held us back from having the courage to attempt those things. It was really scary when I went in to take over HVAC service. I don't even know if people really believed it at first, but I told them, I think it was a lot of developing that relationship with them, being very humble and honest about what I know and what I don't know so that I could ask other people for help. Don't pretend to know something you don't, don't pretend to know something you're good at. Being very clear about what my objectives were in my job. I had very specific objections, uh, objectives, I'm sorry, objections as well but objectives to accomplish. And I focused on those and I had to leave the side stuff out of it because I don't think, I mean, we're still a very small, small, small percent of the workforce and the trades female ours are, females are. However, we're rising up right now. It's happening, right? This podcast is proof. It's so crazy to see the like the evolution of the industry. Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the biggest holdbacks for a lot of people, I think we're getting better, but the adaption to technology and mm-hmm. change, there's still so many of that old school mentality, plumbers mm-hmm. and te- HVAC mm-hmm. techs that are like, well, I've done it like this for a hundred years. And it's like, mm-hmm. right, right. You've did it like that for a hundred years, you know? Well, and they have to change or it's either... They have to change because the market makes them change. They'll either sell or they'll retire or their people will leave because they haven't changed and there's more opportunity to someone Mm -hmm. who's been willing to evolve. I think more and more contractors today are really stepping back and thinking about, you know, what is thinking about the future? What's that next level look like? How do I how do I get you know, how do I have my exit strategy, whatever that is, whether it's to transition to your children, whether it's to, you know, to sell the P.E. one day or whatever that might be for you. I think contractors are becoming more educated in thinking about Lord. Like my dad didn't think about that when he started his business. He was like on his own company. 
Well, and the access to information that we have, you know, social media, ultimately, we we seem to always talk about the negativity and there's a lot of negativity, but the information for the contractors and, and the, the people that have started these Facebook groups to truly just educate and give the regular guy access to information, even just on the landscape of M&A, you know, how would we have ever gotten that information to be educated about our own value and who we are so that when we are approached, we can come from a position of power and not just being blinded by money being thrown at us. Your answers are within. And we run around in our heads and we replay things. The good news is you can always change. Yes, yes. Any moment of your life, you can change. It doesn't have to be a big thing. It's important to know that you don't have to live scared or fearful. You just take a baby step. If you take one little step like that client who just went outside for one minute, that's how you start. Right. As owners, we're always looking at metrics and KPIs to drive the result we want. We're like, okay, I'm going to do this. And all of a sudden, I'm going to be an expert, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to know it in a day. And that's the world that we live in because we're such hard drivers and we want these results. And and then when you say, I'm going to do it and I'm going to learn it in a day and then it doesn't happen, you just shove it, shove it down and you don't do it. you're a perfectionist and you're like, no, I have to do If Ellie tells me to do this, I have to do it perfectly every day. That way that I can get the best result. Mm-hmm. And it, there's no, you give yourself no grace. We're either caught in the past or we're stressed and fearful about the future. But living in the present is where we need to be. That is our power center. Thank you for joining us for this highlights episode of Power Women of the Trades. These episodes are not possible without our sponsors, who we are so very grateful for. We would like to thank our new sponsor, Work With Your Hands, along with our other tried and true wonderful sponsors that we advocate for, Service Titan, On Purpose Media, Key Heart Marketing, Kick Charge Creative, and anyone else who has supported us along the way. We will have all of their information linked down below in the show notes for you to take a peek at as a helpful resource to help empower you in how you work or run your business. And I'll leave you with a quote from Mindy Kaling. If today you don't see a clear path for what you want, sometimes you just have to make it yourself. Today's your day. Go out there and own it. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you on the next one.